0: We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. There was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that he, that himself was some great one to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And to him they had regard because that of long time he had bewitched them with sorceries. Simon was the brine corn of the Bible days. But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Then Simon himself believed also. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracle and signs, which were done. Now the key to this whole story is and wondered. So Philip was baptized. I mean, I mean Simon was baptized. They believe also, and he start, he said, "I'm just going I'm gonna go with Philip." But while he was with Philip, he wondered, meaning he wondered, "How is Philip doing this?" Okay. Now when the apostles, which were At Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John. Peter was, he was a boss, okay? He was the man. So if Peter comes, discernment is coming, and Peter going to set the stuff straight, right? So when the apostles were at Jerusalem, heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me also this power that on whomever, who, whosoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Okay? Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. So Peter don't just Peter is not just telling, rebuking him, but Peter is reading him now. Repent, therefore, of, this wic- of thy wickedness, and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Then answered Simon and said, Pray ye to the Lord for me, that none of these things which ye have spoken come upon me. Okay, so this text is basic- basically telling us that Simon wasn't right from the jump. Okay, he had an ulterior motive the entire time. So much so that when the man of God told him to pray, he told the man of God, no, you pray for me. That's Simon. Okay. Oh, this is a picture of Tyler Perry preaching at Joel Osteen's church. In case you didn't know, he preached a sermon for Joel Osteen worldly accomplishments and success does not make us impervious to god's correction how many of you know that amen just because we are viewed by others as special does not give us a pass from god romans 2 and 11 says for there is no respect of persons with god i never understood those people man if you get jay-z saved boy, can you imagine How many folks would get saved? Jay-Z's following is following him because he's Jay-Z. If Jay-Z really, really got saved, they'd stop following him. I mean, come on. He's above, and that's what happens to these guys. They get above reproach. Once you're above reproach, you're above rebuke. Once you're above rebuke, you can't be led to godly sorrow. Can't nobody give you, will never feel godly sorrow if you're above rebuke. That's why Jesus said, How hard is it for a rich man to enter into the kingdom? Famous too, who's gonna make him feel the need to repent when non repentance has led? to his fame. And he'd have to give everything up. Can he do that? Go back to the streets of Brooklyn? Give it all up? Drive a regular Hyundai? I can't just keep it? No, because you hurt people to get it. You destroyed lives to get it. Amen. Boy, the truth behind hip-hop. Oh, boy, this old little R. Kelly document documentary has really showed folks the truth behind hip-hop is true. I mean I will never understand a country, a nation, a media that would put this man on blast like they have and hold him accountable for his actions but not hold him accountable for his lyrics. The nastiest songs ever, but when he go do the song, oh, that's wrong. So you can <laughs> you can sing it, you just can't go do it. And you can sing it to me while I'm doing it, but you can't go do it. And I tweeted the other day because one of the little girls he was messing with said she was 19, but she was really 16. But she said she was 19, so I tweeted if she identifies as a 19-year-old, why can't she be 19? And I hashtag me too at everything. So you can identify as another gender, but you can't identify as another age? Yeah, oh, me too didn't respond. Yeah, they can't answer that. So, but you, you could be, why can't I identify as a white man? So why is, I, why, why is it just gender? But God has no respect of person. So no matter how famous you are, the flames of hell going to burn your tail up if you don't repent. Unfortunately, many seek prominence as a measure to forward themselves so they can reach more people. Now, this is what preachers tell me all the time. So they want to build up their platform so they can reach more. So they go after crowds and they try to, you know, go after numbers because they feel they're doing a bigger work. Y'all remember when the prayer of j Bass came out? I didn't like it because it was Oprah's favorite book. If it's Oprah's favorite book, something's wrong with it. So I had a problem with the prayer of j Bass from Jump. Just because it was in the Bible don't mean you need to pray it And when he was saying, enlarge my borders, he wasn't saying that to to, to, to get a raise on his job. That's what folks, y'all remember when people was praying that? Enlarge my borders, Lord. Make me bigger. Make me blow up. Enlarge my territory. That's stupid. Let's enlarge your sense first. You're too stupid to have a large large territory. Amen. You don't just don't be following all the trends of TV. You went and bought the book, and you got it written on your dinner plates, hanging up in every room. The prayer J bass the prayer J—that's the prayer J bass. Is your name J bass? <laughs> you pray your own prayer. Enlarge my territory. Now, y'all remember that TBN just took it to the next level. Amen. Maybe God don't want your territory enlarged. But a lot of people they try to say that they want more so that they can help more people when we, we all know the truth. You want more because you want more. Right. Nobody praying for more so they can help more people. You want more so you can have more. Just tell the truth. But which one of these which one actually draws the people, the gospel or the promotion of it? It's the gospel that draws people, right? And if you, get fo- if you draw people and get folks saved? They can go get some people saved, but you don't be looking for God to put you in position to help the world. I was on the radio the other day and they were asking me about the condition of the church and stuff. And I, them, I said, I'm very careful with that. I'm very careful with speaking for the whole body of Christ. Well, I feel that the, the black church has let people down and the church has gotten out of line and the church, you got to be careful with that. You're not the spokesman for the church. Jesus is the spokesman for the church. That's kind of arrogant. Brother, so do you feel that's what they ask? Do you feel that the black churches? Hey man, I'm not I'm not elevated to the level to speak on that. Now I can tell you about ABC or my family. But some people they they, they just believe that they are big enough to speak for the entire body of Christ and God has used them as a beacon to lead the whole church they're the Martin Luther the king of the church amen Christ is the head of the church amen John 6 and 44 says no man can come in except the father which has sent me do what draw him So it's God who's going to draw the people anyway. The spirit of the Lord is going to draw people, not you. That's why we don't do stuff here to draw folks. We don't have billboards and we don't pass out leaflets. Passing out flyers and we we, we don't do that. Amen. I mean, when we were in our old building, I mean, you couldn't even accidentally come to ABC. We were in an unmarked building somewhere where there was no churches. You couldn't stumble into ABC. You you had to be invited in. You couldn't join in. You had to be born. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Amen. But but, uh, no one's going to come unless the Spirit of God draws them. Anyway, several believers are making fans of people instead of converts for Christ. You know you go to a church, everybody's a fan and not a true convert. You know it because they can live however they want to live and still carry a position in the church. People that are fans of fame have the interest of those that they follow and not the interest of Christ. Second Timothy four and three says, for the time will come when they will not endure what? Sound doctrine. But after their own lusts, shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching Years, Boy, this is a problem in the church. Simon was a legend and very popular in his day. He was viewed as a mystical, powerful being that was lifted up by God himself. So Simon wasn't just a sorcerer, but he was using God and God's power, or, or he was mimicking the power of God. So folks thought he was God. 2 Peter 3 and 3, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days, what? Scoffers doing what? Walking after that, doing whatever they want to do. Aren't y'all tired of seeing the memes? Of church folks doing whatever they want. Jamal Bryant, New Year's Day, they sung, living your best life. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Because they're doing whatever they want to do. But Simon, he was viewed as a mystical, powerful being and was lifted up. That was lifted up by God Himself. When the preaching of the gospel arrived, Simon lost a great deal of his followers. So when the real power came, folks started believing. The Bible said that they believed and they were baptized. Meaning, okay, Simon, what you was doing, all right, yeah, that was cool. But the real power is here now. So we're going to go with the real power. Because of this, he sought an opportunity to have the Holy Ghost and keep his following intact. So he was like, man, I better get with the program. I got to get this Holy Ghost thing with me. Or the folks going to know that I'm using witchcraft. Luke 14 and 33. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he what? He what? Did you hear forsaketh? You got to be ready to give up everything you have in order to be a disciple. In order to follow Christ, you have to be able to give up everything. Oh, it's getting quiet now. That's what deny yourself really means. You have to be able and willing to give up everything. Look, somebody say you got to give it all up. You got to give it all up. Simon wasn't ready to give it all up. Simon just wanted a piece of that to add to what he already had. That's why his conversion wasn't true. He didn't have a real conversion. A real conversion, you're ready to give up everything you have for it. Peter not only told him he wasn't truly saved, but he also exposed the reason behind his desire for fame. Y'all, this is the problem in the church right now. Peter said he was bitter. in bondage to sin. His actions told of his internal struggle. When I see folks like Jamal Brown, these guys just wowing out in the pulpit, I know they have an internal struggle. I know something's going on. Hebrews 12 and 15, look diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springs up, springing up trouble you, and thereby, how many? Many be defiled. So a lot of these preachers, a lot of these people, they got They have issues, and then once you put them on a platform, that issue is amplified. They end up drawing people with the same issue to themselves, so they all fall. God does not share his platform with men that desire to use it for vainglory or as an opportunity to show themselves. So God is not promoting any man that's trying to promote himself. He does not lift up those that desire to be elevated amen and i don't either don't come up to me a pastor um i i feel like god has called me to to be a deacon really at what church <laughs> amen if i don't come to you and say that god didn't say it it's that plain and simple amen. i know i'm a deacon now but i feel the elevation of god that i should become an elder pretty soon i mean You got any thoughts on that? No. My only thought is you're not a deacon no more. And who put the deacon under the elder anyway? They all servants. We all servants. Ain't no rank. What are you talking about? I heard one of the praise singers and her voice was a little straggly this Sunday. You know, God has given, God has given me a very powerful, powerful voice. Oh, it's puff. I don't even need a microphone. You'll hear me. I don't even need a microphone. You know what else you don't need? To sing. Just hush. We don't do that in here. You know you come and ask me about something. You just blew it. You'll never get it, ever. I mean, because you're trying to lift yourself up. Amen. Like God don't know what you're able to do. And like God can't speak to me. I'm insulted. I'm insulted because now you have trivialized the process. Like God can't speak to me about you. You have to trust that. You have to trust that. But God doesn't lift up those that desire to be elevated. Luke 14 and 11, For whosoever exalted himself shall be abased. And he that humbled himself shall be what? Man, if you humble yourself and do the work of God... It don't matter where they put you. Like the story of Joseph, no matter where they put Joseph, they couldn't do nothing with Joseph. I mean, threw him in a well, Folks came and got him. He ended up in in Pharaoh's house. Threw him in jail, folks came and got him. He ended up in Pharaoh's house. There's nothing, you couldn't throw Joseph away. When that anointing is on you, when God has called you, it doesn't matter where you are. God knows where you are and he'll use you. When a man has the desire to be famous, rich, or prominent, he cannot deny himself. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. When a man has a desire to be famous, let's start with the famous. If you're walking around here trying to get hits on the internet so you can be famous, you can't deny yourself. You should never seek after fame. That is not God. And what I like to do, I like to use the Bible and try to find myself. I want to find what I'm doing. you know, have you ever looked in the Bible and seen the guys who built the temple and doing the stuff that you're doing? Does that give you encouragement? No, you're just going to be, you just you building, you have the ability uh, Jeff, I'm just talking about Jeff, but Jeff has the ability to build without writing anything down. It's actually an anointing to just build. It truly is. and he can go find someone in the Bible like that. What's his name? J- uh, Jubal and Jabel and Tubal Cain and all those guys that built with an anointing from God. Noah. You think Noah built that ark without the anointing? He didn't use them rock monsters like the movie. <laughs> the stupidest movie. Y'all remember that movie? Did we go see that? The men? We went and saw it? <laughs> oh my rock monsters helping to build and then two popped up on the ark <laughs> who is that who is that coming through the window <laughs> the ark then folks left the ark i'm getting off this ark got a little lifeboat and left the ark i said buddy <laughs> that really happened in a movie one of Noah's sons, one of his sons and his wife just said, I'm fed up with this. They built a little, left the ark. It's like, boy, Hollywood is butchering this story. <laughs> two K was on the ark shooting, wasn't he? He wasn't shooting, he was fighting. Fighting. Bow and arrow. <laughs> I'm going to take Noah out. That ain't in the story. But, You have the anointing to do that. You can find it in the Bible. Amen? Stuff you do, Eddie. The stuff you do here. The stuff you do, Julian. Here. The stuff you do, Elder. You can can find it in the Bible. What my wife does. Serving and and different things. Some of the stuff that the women do. Cooking and all of these different things that y'all do here for the church and different things. You can find it in the Bible. The problem comes when you can't find what you're doing in the Bible Or when you find it's Isaiah 14 and 11. Those that seek fame, that's Isaiah 14 and 11. The person you're being like is Lucifer. Or rich. You want to be rich. Desiring riches or desiring prominence to be lifted up. The people you find doing those things, they always fail. Solomon, the richest man that ever lived, said, Don't desire to be rich. When well, God asked him, What do you want? He didn't ask for money. Amen. So you don't be sitting, tweeting, and all oh, this, oh, oh, yeah, I'm going to come into some money one day. When I come into my money, I'm going to really bless the kingdom. Is that what you want it for? Is, really that's, is, is that what you really want it for? Then you don't need it because the kingdom's already blessed. So you need to be able to find yourself in the Bible in a good, in a good way instead of desiring fame and riches and prominence. You can't deny yourself if that's what you de- desire. Simon could not deny himself to even pray, but he had to ask Peter to pray instead. Matthew 6 and 24, no man can serve two masters. He's going to either hate the one, love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and the God of money. There are far too many men leading the church with a desire for prestigious recognition. You know when a pastor desires prestigious recognition when he floats down the aisle with a crown on. Amen. Remember, they wouldn't let you get on the pulpit, the kids. You couldn't go on the pulpit. It's anointed up there. That's holy ground. You get a beat down. Why don't you just tell the truth? I don't want you up there. The kids. Why can't I go? Because I don't want you up there. You tie stuff up. Look at your house. Look at your bedroom. Look at your toys. All the heads off of everything. I don't want you tying the stuff up. That's what we tell them in here, man. It's a lot of expensive equipment up here. Get down. Ain't no holy ground. I just don't want you up there. (laughs) I mean, why you got to make it all spooky? Little kid run up there, ooh, get him, ooh, ooh, something, ooh. I remember a friend of mine, we we snuck into the back of the church, my daddy's church actually, and he was hungry. And the only thing back there was communion bread and juice. And that boy drunk that juice and ate that bread, I, I started counting, five, four, three, two, I just knew. By the time I got the one, he was gonna drop dead. I said, boy, you drunk, you ate that unworthily, guilty of the loss." Many sleep. I was waiting for him to go to sleep. I told my daddy, I said, Daddy, he went back there and he ate it. He's gonna die. My daddy said, but it said Welches on the, on the on the on the container. Welches. It's not real blood. That's like exposing Santa Claus to a to, to little holiness kid. Welches. So the bread, I mean, what? That's bread, bread? Like God don't come and make the communion? Boy, that messed me up for a long time. But there are far too many men leading the church with desire for prestigious recognition. I'm like, man, why don't you just go be famous in the world? Why are you using the church to get famous? Amen. Instead of using God's people to lift yourself up. And you always know, you know, when men are like that, you already know that they zeros in the house. That's, that's, that's it. That's the answer. Whenever a man is desiring to be on TV, lifted up, everyone know his name. The folks in his house hate his name. This causes the body of Christ to strive and focus on their own well being instead of the well being of others. So when the pastor is, is trying to be something, the people in the church act like that. Cause what gets on the head is gonna get on the beard and ju- And people believe that too. Whatever's pastors drive and I'll be driving the series under that. What does that have to do? And people go to those churches because the pastor has some prominence. Ain't teaching nothing. Because if he was really teaching, he'd teach against himself. And I worry about men that won't fame at any cost. Amen. They usually don't stay men long. Because the price of fame. But it causes the body of Christ to strive. This behavior is not Christ's plan for his church body. God... Christ wants us to be servants, not to get served. So when a man is up trying to get served, he spreads that everywhere. And then the people have, a, have an entitlement with God. I had a young man I was rebuking one time right here at this church. Matter of fact, him and his wife left because of this. And I kept telling him, I was like, brother, God don't owe you anything. Man, but for my pain and suffering and all this, man, and I've had prophecy after prophecy. Prophets have told me you're going to be this and you're going to be that. And you're gonna be... It's like, brother, God don't owe you anything. You're not entitled to riches. If Jesus himself didn't walk around like that, you can't. First Timothy 6 and 9. But those who desire to be rich do what? Do what? He didn't even separate it. He just blanket statement. It's a blanket statement. Those who desire to be rich fall into temptations, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. Amen. So somebody need to leave the desire to be rich right here at church and don't even take it home. Because the Bible just told you, those who desire to be rich fall into temptation. And it's so funny, people that aren't rich but desire to be rich, they desire to be rich because they think the riches is going to make them feel better. But they don't realize it's still you. All the riches are going to do is amplify it because it's still you. Most rich men aren't happy. Because most of them, their issues got amplified. Because if you sitting around wanting to be rich, something wrong with you anyway. Sitting around with a wife and children wanting to be rich. What about your wife? What about your children? That don't matter? And the stupid thing is they sit around the house talking about what they're going to get. Making their family discontent. I know I'm preaching. That should never come out of your mouth, heroes. Don't sit around and talk about being rich and what we're going to get and what we're going to have one day. Amen. Quit going and looking at cars and houses you can't afford. I preach in this place. Somebody asked me that the other day, man, you don't just drive around and look at houses? No. I drive up to my house. I'm going to drive around looking at houses that I can't afford or that I want to get one day. I don't know what one day is going to even look like. I'm just thankful I can drive up to the house I'm in now. I drive up thanking God. Driving around putting that kind of pressure on yourself, looking at stuff in the jewelry store one day. roo shaboo boop Oh, I'm going to have them carrots. Why? Your husband's sitting next to you and you got his ring on. It's Like, dog. My wife still wears my, my $60 ring I gave her. She still wears it. And if that was the only ring she had, you think she would care? Yes, yeah, she got a big bodacious one. But she would wear that little chip. And just wear it proud, the little one, whenever she wants. That's considered. It, 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 that didn't even matter. She just wanted me. He rose. Amen. Look at somebody. Well, he better not come up to me with no chip. Amen. I me telling these men, don't you be breaking the bank over no wedding ring, going into debt before you even say I do. Clap, women. You better clap. I'm looking. Single town, but you ain't going to get nobody. I speak it over you. Wait a minute. Taking pictures and posting and all that. Man, please. Stuff don't matter. You think somebody wants you? Amen. Hey, man, just want to stand next to you. You ain't all that. Amen. I know I'm preaching. This is what messing everything up. This discontentment. Comparing everything and wishing you had something. Wanting what somebody else has. But that comes from these preachers. These preachers let that junk in the church. Yes, they did. got on TBN back in the 90s with that entitlement. Tell God what you want. You tell him what you want. Go before him boldly and tell him what you want. God should have started thumping Negroes right out of his presence. I never did that. I was scared of that. I'm scared. My What I want? Who am I to tell him what I want? Call him up. Call him up and tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line. And I I know, you know, back when they wrote that song, they wasn't talking about carnal junk. They were just talking about telling, yeah, telling what you want. Like you have a need, like a spiritual need. But that ain't what they singing nowadays. Praying for a car. Why are you praying for a car and there's buses that run? I don't understand. Uh Uh-oh, you can't get all hand claps on that. Do you know that a car, that's luxury? That's right. My car ain't luxury. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I don't have a luxury vehicle. Yes, you do. If you move in with four wheels and a steering wheel, you have a luxury vehicle. Yes. This got kind of a message, don't nobody, man, I had to do it myself. I had to ride the bus. Saved up my $1,300 and went and bought me a Ford Festiva. $1,300. Took the bus to go get that. You ain't never car shopped on foot. You didn't at to car shop on foot. And you sitting there, I'm going to tell the Lord do what I want. Oh, God, I need a leather interior. Because the cloth, Lord, the baby is going to make the cloth dirty. What? This was not God's plan for the church. God never wanted church folks sitting around telling him what they want. Better be thankful you got breath. All on Instagram and t- tweeting and taking pictures of what they're going to get and who they think they're going to be. and all That's foolishness. That is foolishness. You need to outgrow that foolishness. You ain't doing but heaping, what, what the Bible say, destruction upon yourself. They that desire to be rich gonna fall into temptation. Folks with a desire to rich gonna fall into sin every time, and into a snare. You know what a snare is? That's a trap. Summary: Today, countless people are targeting the church pulpit to be lifted up before men and viewed as celebrities. They mingle with celebrities and society's prominent figures in order to validate their prestige. Men like this cannot preach the full truth of the word because they are using the word to draw people to themselves. You know, there's certain things you can't preach if you're going to draw people. If, you're, if, if that's your mission, to draw people, certain things you can't preach. They care more about their level the people 's lifestyles, the standard of God is exchanged for tolerance so they can build bigger buildings, buy homes and cars, and be looked upon as something great in the eyes of men. This is the Simon syndrome. they believe but not to the saving of their own soul. man. this was so deep when the Lord was dealing with me about it they don 't believe to the saving of their own soul, so if you 're not about saving your own soul you will not be concerned about saving others. And that's the problem. They don't care about their own soul. Their own soul is perishing. So how could they care about yours? How can a man avoid certain passages of Scripture and various teachings of the Bible while helping the people under his watch? When you desire prominence, you will manipulate the word, misinterpret the text, and ignore certain passages that contradict your decisions, because you desire to keep your kingdom growing. This is what Simon did. He hid his true intentions in order to capitalize on what the apostles were doing at the time. When the apostles started trending up, he wanted a hashtag. He believed just enough to get access to their platform and use it for himself. Oh, but Peter. Peter rebuked him sharply and dealt with his bitterness and sin. Wherever men are seeking fame and fortune, there is always a deficit. This is why God forbids men like this to pastor and lead his people. Y'all know that's a requirement to lead God's people. You can't be seeking fame and fortune. According to the Bible. They cannot seek riches and fame and lead God's people because they will fall and usually hurt many in the process. This year, Christ will be judging this issue more openly by publicly dealing with men that are taking advantage of God's flock. It's time to judge ourselves, make sure we believe, and that this belief heals our bitterness and iniquities so that we will not have to be judged by consequences. Titus 1 and 10 says, for there are many unruly. Y'all know what unruly means? I mean, just out of control. Not following the rules. There are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole houses and teaching things which they ought not for filthy lucre's sake. Their mouths must be stopped. They subvert whole houses, meaning mess up the order of the home. Place the woman above the man. Fix it so the woman doesn't desire the man's plan for the home. Won't even buy into the man as the head of the home and his plan for the home. Teaching things which they ought not for money.